Hello there, beautiful souls, and a very warm welcome to Food for Thoughts. I'm Mickey Roosman, life and business transformation coach, speaker, and author. And my mission in life and with this podcast channel is to help people like you to discover your purpose, unleash your own inner power and your highest potential, ditch your limitations and obstacles, and ultimately create a life and a business that you absolutely love with total ease. Yes, that's right. You heard me right. It is easy. It doesn't have to be difficult. Now, this podcast channel is the next best thing to having myself and a couple of other amazing mentors, coaches, and thought leaders as your own personal coaches and mentors on your journey to creating your best life and business possible. And that is why each episode is jam-packed with the most powerful, actionable tips tools, strategies, and advice that have worked for me, that have worked for hundreds of my clients, and that will ultimately help you to take massive leaps forward to reaching your desired goals with total ease. So that is exactly the kind of awesome stuff that you can expect on this podcast channel. And if that is you, if you are ready to create a life and a business that you absolutely love with total ease, then do keep listening because then this is definitely for you. Right, so now that you know exactly what you can expect, let's not waste any more precious time and dive right into this week's episode of Food for Thought. Enjoy. So pretty much as far back as I can remember as a child, I've always been able to kind of, I didn't see people for who they are or how they are now. I always saw their potential or their capability. And it's probably part and parcel why I decided to become a coach and a teacher. But I really just see people's potential and their capability. And, you know, having gone on the journey of understanding how to unleash my inner power and um, my full potential, my highest potential as a person. It really became a journey of whenever I look at someone, I meet such amazing people on my journey and people with so much potential, but they're really just not living out that potential. They're having really horrible experiences on their journey here on earth. And, you know, when I look at that, sometimes I really want to help people to to unleash their highest potential and capability because here's the thing is every single one of us is capable of reaching everything that we desire and dream of but most of us don't know that or we don't know how to do it and that is why I want to call this week's episode where dreams go to die because this is exactly where dreams go to die and that's the thing guys is you know, how many of us have, if you think back to, to when you were a little kid, you had big, awesome dreams. I mean, you had zero limitations, nothing holding you back, nothing telling you what you can and can't do or uh, is possible for you or not possible for you. And, you know, what happened? What happened? Where did that little guy or little girl go? And why did we stop dreaming or why did we give up on those dreams? Because, Here's the thing is we even struggle sometimes to remember the dreams that we had 
when we were younger because we've hidden them and, and just put them so far away and at times even forgotten about them and given up on them completely. So they've really gone somewhere to die, but where did they go? Why did they disappear? Why did we give up on our dreams and our desires and our goals for our future or for our lives? And here's the thing is the place where dreams go to die, your dreams, is the ego, the ego mind, guys. And I'm going to explain on this episode exactly why I say that, because your ego mind is responsible for your, it holds your beliefs or it feeds off of your beliefs. Now, the beliefs that we have are not necessarily beliefs that we formed at an older age, but there are things that we formed from a very, very young age. And a lot of the beliefs that we have today are very limiting beliefs. They're actually holding us back from really living and creating and experiencing the lives and the businesses that we so long for and desire to have and that we're actually capable of having because our beliefs are really what's driving everything. So just to give you an explanation of your, your ego mind and why I say that your dreams, that's where your dreams go to die is your ego, is your ego mind, the best way for me to explain that is it, it does, it sounds like something that wants to protect you and look after you and that's its primary function by the way is to help you to survive and to keep you safe but what it also does is it looks at what you believe and then it's almost like the parents, okay? So if you could equate your true self to being like a kid and your ego being like a parent, this is going to be the best way for you to understand exactly how the ego operates and thinks and, and why it really is something that is holding us back um, and not serving us. So if you could think of, if you're a kid, a kid loves to dream, right? So your true self, who you are at your core is, is it, you know, you've got a dream, you've got a goal, you've got something, there's something inside of you that's been burning from a young age that you've always wanted to do, always wanted to achieve, or a specific life you've always wanted to have. And, you know, when you were a kid and you thought about those types of things, there were zero limitations. There was nothing telling you you cannot do that. You will not be successful at it. You cannot make it profit, profitable. You have to have certain skills and certificates and um, you know, all the stuff that we believe today we needed to have to actually achieve those things. So a child just gets to dream without any limitations whatsoever. Their circumstances, their uh, gender, their race, their age, their whatever it is that we believe is holding us back or that the world tells us is holding us back from achieving those things does not exist to a child, okay? And that is the state, by the way, that we should be in and that we're capable of creating the lives and the, the businesses and the goals and the things we want to have in our lives um, from is from that child perspective, so your ego is pretty much the opposite of that. Your ego is like a parent, okay? That's like the, the logical reasoning mind slash parent is going to go, you've got to be realistic and you've got to be careful. You've got to have a plan. You've got to have, um, you know, certain skills or go study a specific thing to be successful, to be rich, to be happy, to be this, to be that. 
So it really comes across as the parents that's always kind of warning you and trying to keep you safe because it doesn't want you to uh, fail or feel bad about yourself or to try something that could help, you know, or um, could cause you to lose everything or anything like that. So it really does sound like it wants to help. But here's the thing, guys, is as I said earlier on, your ego mind is feeding off your beliefs, okay? So it looks at what your beliefs are to be able to then give you what you believe is realistic and possible and warns you accordingly. So let me give an example, a practical example of that is if you believe that you cannot possibly become a life coach without experience, without um, having an international certificate, without being a renowned speaker or a well-known speaker, all of the above, okay? If that is your belief, then of course your ego is going to feed off of that belief and tell you, you cannot do it, it's not possible for you, uh, you cannot achieve what you want to achieve without X, Y, Z, those things, okay? So here's the thing about beliefs is there's a thing in the industry that we call limiting beliefs because some of our beliefs are great beliefs to have, but some of our beliefs are limiting beliefs and they're limiting because they are actually holding us back. And there's a lot of limiting beliefs that all of us have. You're not alone. We're all sitting with a whole bunch of limiting beliefs and most of our beliefs were formed already subconsciously by the subconscious mind between the ages of two to five and seven years old because your subconscious mind gathered a whole bunch of experiences that were new to you and based on how you experienced them and what you perceived and what you were told and your environment you were growing up in, everything played a role to then help you to form certain beliefs about certain things, about life, about love, about success, about money, about uh, yourself, about other people, about all that stuff, okay? So that already got formed between the ages of two and five to seven years old, subconsciously, based on your experiences and how you perceived them and, and everything else that was happening around you. Now, it's very easy in that moment to now blame our parents or the people who brought us up or the people that were in our lives at that young age for the beliefs we then have or the limiting beliefs that we have. But here's the thing is all of us did the best we could with what we knew at any given moment of our lives, including your parents and the people that were your influences when you were a little child that helped you form the beliefs that you have today. And whoever brought you up or was the influence in your life as a child was doing the best they could with what they knew and were literally just teaching you what they were taught and how they were brought up. So they weren't doing it maliciously or to harm you. It really is just this almost circumstantial is the word I want to use because they were just perpetuating what they were taught. And back then, if you think about it, they didn't have the internet. They didn't have podcasts like this or stuff that could help them to change or even identify some of the beliefs they had. They just literally perpetuated the stuff that they were taught and taught that to you. And you're now sitting with these beliefs, right? And like I said, the ones that I want to address today is the limiting beliefs because the limiting ones that are telling you you're not good enough, you cannot achieve what you want to achieve, you will never have what you want, it's impossible, it's your circumstances, your, your whatever the, the limitations are that you're putting on yourself. 
those are your beliefs right now and they're limiting beliefs that your ego is feeding off of. So that is why I say that that is where dreams grow to die is the ego because the ego is the one telling you it's not possible. The ego is the one telling you you can never have that, you're not good enough, you're going to look stupid, people are not going to support you, you cannot make money out of it, you can't, you won't, You all of that stuff, okay? And like I said, what's driving the ego is really our beliefs. So what I want us to look at on today's episode is firstly, how do, how do you identify these limiting beliefs that are currently holding you back, all right? So that you can firstly become aware of them and start seeing because you'll be able to identify why and how and when your ego mind is shooting down stuff that you want to do or dreams that you have or things that you want to achieve because of those limiting beliefs, okay? So how the two are operating together, you'll become a lot more aware of that once you've identified your beliefs and your limiting beliefs specifically, okay? And then I also want to talk you through how I teach my clients to begin to reframe these limiting beliefs. In other words, to flip them around so that they no longer hold you back, okay? Because that's the key. It doesn't help we are just aware of our shits. We've actually got to reframe it, flip it around so that it can stop holding us back. It cannot just be something we're aware of because then it just becomes our excuse for why we are who we are or why we're not achieving the things that we hope for and dream about and and actually want to achieve in our lives. So that's really what I'm going to talk about or talk you through the steps I want to give you in today's episode. But before I do, I just want to sort of ask you to, to, to think back. You know, like I said earlier on, there's so many people that I meet that have so much potential and so much capability, but I just witness daily how their limiting beliefs and their ego mind is holding them back from actually reaching those things and achieving them and having the stuff or the lives and the businesses that they actually want. And here's the thing is, I used to focus solely on business coaching before, and I only a couple of years ago also began to do life transformation coaching. And here's why, is, you know, In my former life as a business and brand strategist, everything that I knew was all about the strategies and the actions that one needed to take to achieve a specific goal or achieve success in something. And the wake-up call that I had, firstly with some of my business clients, because I kept seeing that, you know, with some people I can give all of the strategy in the world and it does work for them but somewhere something always happens where they either reach like a ceiling where they don't grow further than that or they self-sabotage and everything falls flat Um, so something would always happen and what I identified there was that it mostly had to do with mindset with their beliefs that was actually causing that ceiling that thing that they just couldn't break through or break past to grow that business any further no matter how many actions they took or how much strategy I gave them. And back then and even in my own life, I started identifying that, you know, success in any and every area of our lives really is only 20% of the actions that you take and the stuff you do. In other words, the strategies and all of that stuff. And the other 80% is our beliefs 
and our thoughts, okay? That is really what's creating success. Yes, the 20%, the actions will help. All of that stuff plays a role. But if you don't have the right beliefs, if you have limiting beliefs and a shitty mindset or shitty thoughts behind all of it, ultimately, the actions you're taking are either not going to help or it's going to fall flat and you're going to self-sabotage and it's all going to come crashing down at some point in time. So that is why I've made it my life's mission to really teach people to, you know, the 80%. I still teach the 20%. It's very important still, but I focus on the 80% because I know I've seen in my own life and the lives of so many of my clients, what happens when you do address your limiting beliefs and what happens when you don't. So it really is key if you want to reach success in any area of your life, uh, whether it is that you want to create a life that you love or a business that you love and you want to do it with ease, you've got to address your beliefs, okay? You've got to do the self-work, the little bit of self-work that it takes to identify your beliefs and actually begin to reframe them and flip them around because you have a dream somewhere inside of you there is something you still want to achieve. On a daily basis, I have people either telling me that what they've always wanted to do with their lives was to become a coach or a mentor or a teacher, but that they never did because they simply didn't think that they could ever do it or that they had the skills or the talent to do it um, or that they could actually turn it into a profitable business, which I know from experience, not just in my life and because I've done that, but because there's hundreds of other people out there who are doing it. So it really literally is, it's sad because it's just their limiting beliefs that are holding them back. Okay. So what I'd like you to do right now is grab a pen and a piece of paper because you're going to want to take some notes so that you can now go and one by one start working with the various areas of your life that you want to work with to identify your limiting beliefs in those areas of your life, okay? Become more aware of them and begin to reframe them and flip them around so that they no longer hold you back, they're no longer obstacles, and you can actually begin to gain forward momentum towards your goals, your dreams, and the things that you want to create and desire to have in your life. Okay, so let's begin with how do you identify your limiting beliefs? So the best way that I teach my clients to become aware of and identify their limiting beliefs that they have in a particular area of their life. So first, what I want you to do is for the purposes of this episode and this exercise right now is to choose an area of your life that you want to work with. So uh, perhaps just to give you a couple of examples is perhaps you want to work with finances, perhaps you want to work with your beliefs around relationships, perhaps you want to work with your beliefs around yourself, um, your body, whatever it is you choose, but choose the area of life that you want to work with first because the process I'm about to talk you through on how to identify your limiting beliefs and reframe them is I recommend that you work with one life area at a time, okay? Don't overwhelm yourself. Work just with a specific area at a time, okay? So decide right now which one you want to work with on today's episode, okay? So once you've decided that, here's how you identify your current beliefs, okay, about that particular area of your life. So the first thing I want you to do is to close your eyes, and think about that area of your life right now. 
And what I want you to do is to focus on your body and feel what you are experiencing in terms of feelings, emotions, and body tension, for instance, when you think about that area of your life. So what that looks like as an example, guys, is are you experiencing emotions or feelings of anxiety, of stress, of fear, of discomfort, of any form of resistance happening inside of you? Okay, that's the first thing I want you to identify and feel in your body right now. And the second thing I want you to focus on is to feel if there's physical tension, for instance, there's a knot in your stomach or your throat closes up or your, your neck goes into tension. But just become aware for a second of what is happening in your body when you think about that area of your life. Okay, so open your eyes and write down everything that you experienced. Okay, because here's the thing. Your body is a compass and so is your feelings, your emotions, okay? That is our GPS that's telling us whether we're creating from a space of soul and um, freedom and abundance and all of that stuff or if we're coming from a space of ego or lack or uh, limiting beliefs, okay? So that's a very good indicator. If you, If the experiences you were having in your body while you were thinking of that area of your life, were not good. In other words, there weren't positive emotions. There wasn't joy and happiness and openness and ease and relaxation and all of that stuff when you thought about it. Then that means you do have limiting beliefs in that area of your life or about that area of your life. Okay, And it's like a sure sign that something needs to be reframed. Okay. So just write down what you were experiencing, whether it was fear, anxiety, stress, um, unhappiness, resistance, anything like that, and what you experienced physically in your body as well in terms of did you tense up, did you get a knot in your stomach, what happened, okay? So just make a note of those things so that you can become aware of them, okay? So the second thing that I want you to do is whichever area of your life you chose is to begin your sentence with that word. In other words, relationships are, I am, other people are, love is, money is, whatever area you chose. And what I want you to do is to free flow and write whatever comes up for you, unfiltered. Write down what you think about that area of life. For example, relationships are, and if you end up writing after that a whole bunch of stuff that sounds like difficult, one-sided, um, never working out for me, um, something I should be afraid of or be careful of, uh, whatever, I want you literally to free write and allow whatever wants to come out of you to come out and onto that page, okay, through the pen, onto the page. And here's the thing, guys, is nobody's going to see that but you. I'm not going to see it. And if nobody's around you, nobody else is going to see it. So you might as well be brutally 100% honest with yourself. Because what I've found a lot of people do when they're doing this exercise is they are still giving the answer that either is what society or other people have told them is the right answer to give or the right way to think or believe about this area of life, okay? Or from a spiritual side of things, 
they, they give sort of the answer that they feel would be the right answer or the most acceptable answer to give. Um, for instance, in my, my 12-week life transformation program, when they have to identify their limiting beliefs, often when I work with my clients, there's one uh, area of life that they've also got to identify, and that is about their higher power. And I often find that even when they're answering that, they're not being honest. They're, they're literally giving the answer that they think is the right answer to give or the most acceptable answer to give. And very often, you know, you know, if you've ever been on a coaching call with me, my clients will tell you that I have a lot of compassion and love for my clients, but I also tell them what they need to hear, not what they want to hear, because I'm not serving them if I tell them what they want to hear. So there's a couple of times already that I've asked them straight when they when their answer sounds something along the lines of God is my provider, my healer. Uh, my source of love, all of that stuff that we're told or taught to believe or is the right answer to give, okay? And then I go into a question process for them of, do you, fear, do you ever fear that you're not going to have enough money? Do you go into fear about money? And they go, yes. And then I'm like, but then your belief that you wrote down about that God is my provider is not 100% your belief because if you believe that that is your provider, you would not actually go into fear. So somewhere there is a belief that's, you know, limiting you. Okay, so the reason I'm telling you that and, and why I'm saying be brutally honest with yourself is your higher power already knows what your limiting beliefs are. Okay, so the key here is that your higher power just wants you to identify them and become aware of them so that you can begin to start reframing them and flipping them around so that they no longer hold you back, so that they're no longer obstacles to the stuff that you've been saying you want and dreaming about and that you want to achieve in and with your life, okay? So you might as well be brutally honest with yourself right now. Um, have compassion and grace, absolutely, because like I said in the beginning of this episode, is your beliefs are stuff that was formed when you were a young kid already they were subconscious. It's not like you had much of a choice around those things back then. Um, and also the people that you had in your lives have some grace and mercy and compassion for them as well because they weren't giving you certain beliefs in that area of life to harm you in any way, shape or form. They were just perpetuating what they were taught as kids, all right, and projecting that onto you. So have compassion and grace on this journey when you're doing this exercise as well with yourself and with other people that were involved, okay? So just free write for a couple of minutes. Let everything that wants to come out, until you literally feel there's nothing more you want to say about this subject, keep writing, okay? So once you've done that, I want you to look at what you wrote down. And anything that is a negative and not a positive, in other words, it sounds something along the lines of, relationships are hard to maintain, okay? That is a negative because it's a negative view or perspective or experience to have or belief to have about relationships, okay? Versus a positive belief that is relationships are absolutely awesome, okay? Or relationships are great because that is how I get to connect with people or whatever came out. So just go mark the ones that are negative because those are your limiting beliefs 
in that area of your life, okay? Because here's the thing. Just because we have a belief because of past experiences that we've had or the way that we were brought up or perceived something that we experienced in the past does not mean that that is the truth, okay? It doesn't mean, I mean, if you just want to look around, other people are having amazing relationships. So the fact that your belief is that relationships are hard does not mean it's the truth. It just means that that is how you experienced it. It's the story you told yourself about it and your belief that you formed about it, okay? So step one is to identify your limiting beliefs. Step two is to ask yourself the following question. Can I say, can I look at this sentence? Okay, so you're going to take them, by the way, the negative beliefs or the limiting beliefs that you identified one by one and ask yourself the following question. Can I say that this is 100% the truth? Now, here's the thing. Your mind is predispositioned to always thinking it's right, especially your ego mind, okay? So it probably is going to end up saying to you, heck yes, before you even finish that sentence. But your mind is like a kid. So for you to understand your mind, it really is like a child, okay? And if you understand that, you kind of get to almost play with your mind and, and <laughs> use its characteristics against it. So here's the thing about your mind, because it's a bit of an egomaniac, okay? It always has to have the answer or it always has to please, okay? So what I want you to do is to ask yourself that question a second time. In other words, ask it the first time. If your mind immediately answers yes, then ask it again. Can I really say that this is 100% the truth? Because that is when you'll experience your mind relaxing a little bit and entertaining the thought that, there is maybe perhaps a 1% possibility that this statement or this belief is not 100% the truth, okay? Because like I said, the mind is a bit of an egomaniac, so it likes to be right, it likes to have the answers, it likes to please. So the fact that you're asking the question again, it wants to please you, okay? So it will open up to entertaining the thought that there is possibly a 1% chance that this is not 100% the truth. But that's awesome because the 1% is all we need to begin to transform a limiting belief. Okay, so just that 1% that you've recognized now already, that it's possibly 1%, not 100% the truth, okay, is an awesome thing to do. So once you've identified that there's a 1% chance that this could possibly not be the truth, here's what I want you to do is find evidence of how this could possibly not be true. And how that looks, guys, is it doesn't have to be evidence from your own life. It could literally be looking at other people. In other words, if you've seen other people who don't struggle in relationships and who you know, don't find it hard to, to keep their relationships awesome and going and staying in love and everything's going fine, then that is already proof that what your belief is, is not 100% true, okay? And here's why you're doing that. Again, if you can understand your mind, that's when you begin to be able to work with it. So your mind is literally, it's like I said, it's like a little kid, okay? And what it does is it loves evidence. So part of your belief that you've got 
is once you form that belief at a young age, okay, every time that something would happen in your life, and here's the thing, you are perceiving in a certain way because of the belief that you formed, okay, every time that it then pans out the same way because of your belief, the mind has more proof that what you believed in the first place was the truth, but you're actually creating it by believing it, okay, so the mind loves proof. So the fact that you can now give it proof of the opposite of what it's been believing is helping it to start transforming, to entertain a different way of viewing and perceiving this thing. Okay, So it's really key that you find a minimum of three examples, proof of why that 1%, just that 1% proof of why it's possibly not the truth. Okay, And then you write that down for yourself. Okay, so now we're going to go into how to begin to flip that thing around, okay, and reframe that belief. So here's what I want you to do, is literally, whatever the negative limiting belief was that you wrote down, and again, we'll use the example of that relationships are hard. I want you to literally write down the total opposite of that. In other words, relationships are easy, okay. So write down the complete and total opposite of that. Now you're going to just entertain your mind a little bit more and ask your mind once again, can I look at this statement and say that that is the truth? And possibly your mind might still be leaning towards, "Mm, maybe, maybe not, I'm not sure, or it might be a no. Okay, but ask the question again. And again, produce evidence to your mind of why it is possibly true. Why can that statement, the positive statement, be the truth? Okay, so find some more evidence of that. And it'll probably look along the same lines of the evidence you gave uh, in the first thing that you wrote down, okay, when you identified your limiting beliefs. So get some proof of why your new statement, the new belief that you want to have, the positive belief, can possibly be the truth. Okay, so here's what I need you to do, the last step in the process is that new belief that you wrote down. So remember that your mind has now been on autopilot for forever and ever or however long you've been on this earth with that belief. And it's been running subconsciously in your mind. It's not like you're consciously aware of this belief all of the time. Okay, So it's a subconscious thing that has been running on autopilots and you're now wanting to begin to change this, to reframe it, to have a new belief and a new experience in this area of your life, okay? So you're gonna have to put some actions in place to remind yourself and stop your mind the moment it wants to go into the old belief again. And here's the thing, guys, life happens, okay? Life happens, we wake up, uh, we're in a good mood, and 10 minutes later, we get a bill and we're right back into fear and believing that money is difficult to make or that I'm never going to be successful or that I'm going to be in poverty my whole life and all that stuff. So you've got to have some practical stuff in place to ensure that you now begin to change that. And I don't want to get too scientific with you, but literally change that neurological pathway that's already been formed because of that belief. You want to continue. You've already allowed it to start forming now. But now it needs to start laying that path, okay, so that that this can be the new path that you take, the new belief that you have. And here's how you do it. The most practical way I can give you to do this, 
And I still do it to this day whenever I have a belief or something I want to um, really solidify in my mind or in my life is to take your phone and take your new belief, okay, and actually put that on your phone as an hourly reminder that pops up, okay, because if you in the middle of your day, like let's say that you, your new belief that you want to have is that relationships are easy, is literally every hour subconsciously you're going to see that notification pop up that says relationships are easy, okay, so that helps already to start really reframing that belief and reminding yourself of it and you becoming more conscious of your new belief and the new belief you want to have. Plus, if you are in that moment in an argument with someone or thinking about an argument with someone or thinking about a relationship that is not going well right now, that is when you will be able to in that moment choose a new belief. Choose the new belief instead of allowing your mind to run on its course that it's always run on and feed off of that limiting belief and actually let that gain momentum. So on an hourly basis, you're giving yourself the opportunity to A, choose again, B, become aware of your new belief that you want to have and actually implement it, think about it and begin to transform that thing or change that belief. So it's really actually just as simple as that. And I will repeat the steps for you just now, but you're literally going to take one area of your life at a time, okay? Work with one area of your life that you want to work with straight away to identify your limiting beliefs in that area of life. And the second thing you need to remember is once you've identified your limiting beliefs is to work with one belief at a time. In other words, each one that you wrote down, go through the same process with every single one of them. But here are the steps just one last time. The first thing I want you to do is think about that area of your life that you want to work around, okay, that you want to work with. Uh, with regards to your limiting beliefs and close your eyes and then feel what happens in your body when you think about that area of life. Then I want you to write down everything that you experienced. In other words, did you experience anxiety, fear, stress, all of that stuff? Because if you did have negative emotions and a negative experience in your body when you thought about it, it's a sure sign that you have limiting beliefs in that area of your life. Okay. Step two is to begin a sentence with that area of your life. For example, money is, relationships are, I am, other people is, success is, wealth is, whichever area it is that you chose to work with. And literally complete that sentence and write down everything that wants to come out for you about that area of life. Literally let it flow until it feels like there's nothing else you want to write down. And just a reminder once again to be brutally honest with yourself. Don't write down what you think is the right answer to give or what life or society or other people or religion or anything uh, has, has taught you or told you is the right or acceptable answer to give. If you truly want to begin to identify and reframe your limiting beliefs, be 100% open, honest, and authentic with yourself in this part of the exercise. So literally write everything down that comes out around that area of life. Then I want you to look at it and mark the ones that are negative. In other words, they're not positive beliefs, they're negative, okay? And then take them one by one, okay? And with each one, what you're gonna do is to look at that belief, ask yourself the question, can I say that this is 100% the truth? 
then ask that question a second time. All right, always ask it twice. Can I really say that this belief that I have or this sentence is 100% the truth? All right, your next step is then to ask yourself if there is a 1% chance that this could possibly not be the truth. Okay, ask it a second time. Is there a 1% chance that this statement can possibly not be 100% true? Okay, and then the last thing you're going to do is to, sorry, not the last thing, but the next thing you're going to do is to find evidence of that 1%. In other words, find evidence of how that can possibly not be the truth. At least three things, three ways that you can prove that it's possibly not the truth. Okay. Then what I want you to do is to write down the total opposite of your original belief that you wrote down. For example, if you wrote relationships are hard, I now want you to write down relationships are easy. And then again, find evidence of that and write it down okay and then the last step is to ensure that you remind yourself of this new belief on a daily basis put it as a reminder on your phone an hourly reminder do that for at least 21 days okay at least 21 days have it as a reminder on your phone an hourly reminder that goes off to remind yourself of your new belief and to really begin to flip it transform it reframe it and literally create a new neurological pathway in your brain around that area of your life and that particular belief. So I really hope that this helps you and that in this exercise you were actually able to identify one or two of the limiting beliefs that you have in a particular area of your life already because like I said at the beginning of this episode, that is really the stuff that is holding you back. That is why your, your dreams and your desires and your goals and the stuff you want to achieve and really want to have in your life, the type of life that you want, okay, is A, currently not happening or B, feeling to you like you can and will never have it or achieve it and why your dreams literally go to die is because of your ego and your ego is feeding off of these limiting beliefs. So it really is worthwhile to go and reframe them if you honestly and really are ready to live, create and have the life that you want. Okay, so it's really worth it. Guys, I hope that this has helped you. Um, I remember when I did this the first time, I was quite startled, especially around finances with some of the beliefs that came up because it's, like I said, it's not conscious beliefs that we have, they're subconscious. And until we do this exercise, we don't really bring those beliefs to conscious um, you know, awareness for us to know about them. So it's not stuff that we're usually aware of. And, and some of the stuff you look at is kind of like, geez, I didn't even realize that this is what I believe or think about this area of life. So it actually becomes very interesting when you do this exercise and you get to see what the, the shitty thinking is that we've actually accepted and have adapted and began to believe and why we are, you know, creating that stuff in our lives. And you'll actually be, begin to be able to then identify why your life is looking a certain way in that area of life because of these beliefs once you've identified them. So guys, I hope you're going to go play around with this 
and really begin to identify your limiting beliefs and really go through the process to begin to reframe them so that they can no longer hold you back and your dreams will no longer be going too ego to die, but be revived and you will actually begin to be able to create those things, live them, have them, and not just dream them, okay? Because you'll begin to realize that it is possible for you, just like it's possible for everybody and anybody else. We're all created exactly the same. So go have some fun, guys. Smash those limiting beliefs. Really ditch them once and for all and begin to create the life and the business that you want and that you absolutely love with total ease. That's it for this week's episode and thank you once again for joining me on another episode of Food for Thought. I really do enjoy recording these episodes for you guys and I really love sharing them with you guys, my family, my Food for Thought family on this channel. And I really hope that it inspired you and that it helped you to accelerate forward momentum in creating the life and the business that you want with much more ease. I'd also love to hear some of your takeaways and your aha moments that you had during this episode and how you are now going to go and implement this to reach your desired goals, as well as I'd love to hear from you about the results that you experience once you have taken taken action on this on the content from this episode and implemented it. So please do go and drop me a message or tag me in a post on Facebook or Instagram. I'd love to share with you in your journey some more over there as well. I've left the links for you guys in the show notes. So do connect with me on Facebook and Instagram as well. But I'd love for you to take a screenshot of the podcast that I know that you're listening Tag me in that, in a post, in a story, wherever, so I can do a shout out for you as well. And I know that you're listening. And if you took value from this episode, please do go and share it with somebody else who would benefit from it as well. And lastly, I'd like to ask you to please go and subscribe, rate and review this podcast channel. Firstly, so that you can get notifications of new episodes as they're loaded up so you won't miss a thing. And also because that is the only way that I can reach my vision with this podcast channel, which is to reach, serve and help as many people as I possibly can to create the lives and the businesses that they absolutely love with total ease. So once again, thanks for joining me. As always, I am just playing out with a song that I really enjoy or that has some personal meaning to me and I hope that you're going to enjoy it with me. And I look forward to seeing you right here, same place, next week again on Food for Thoughts.
complain about 